Welcome to Electric Evolution with Liz Allen. This podcast is about the journey to a more sustainable future in order for us to be able to do our bit to achieve net zero. I'll be discussing a variety of topics with experts in their field in order to educate and increase our knowledge of clean energy, electric vehicles and the electric vehicle infrastructure. So whether you're an individual wanting to make a difference at home, a small business or a corporate, this podcast is just for you. On today's podcast, I am talking to Sally Cranham, who is a utilities consultant from Current Utilities. So, Sally, welcome to Electric Evolution. I'm really pleased to to see you again. We've met a couple of times, never never face to face. We've always met like this, haven't we? But we have. Day, it's all been online. We will, one day we will meet. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be shorter than you think, and you'll be taller than I think, and you know, I'll probably be wider than you think as well. So <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Anyway, right. So start off with, can I get you just to kind of give a little bit of background to to who you are, what you do and how you got into what you are currently doing? Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. This is great. I think the more that people are speaking about all of this sort of stuff, the better, because there's so much confusing information out there. Um, Yeah. So I started Current Utilities about a year ago. But previous to that, I really just started as a residential consultant with Utility Warehouse. So I was learning a lot about the residential market, helping people simplify, save, and also look at some of the green options as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Utility Warehouse is who I use for my residential consultancy. And then I use Full Power Utilities uh, for any commercial business energy utility needs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got into it mainly because there was, I came back from America and I ended up back in the UK and uh, I got introduced to Utility Warehouse and it's, you know, it's a social marketing kind of business. And I thought that could be really a great tool for me, especially just coming back from the States. And then, of course, the pandemic hit and Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. went online. Um, Utility Warehouse acted very quickly to get everything online because the one thing that people did have was a bit more time, was spending a lot more time at home and could sort of reassess what actually living at home looked like you know they were using their home more they were using more energy at home um and despite us having great weather that year of the first the first bit of the pandemic you know people were using air conditioning whatever they were doing they were getting to know their house more and I was able to help people um you know a couple of customers a month and it I I learned a lot through the process as well with that especially Mm. So, so the work that you do, just explain a little bit about it, will you? Yeah, absolutely. So with the residential side of things, Utility Warehouse have everything I need online. So I bring in all the data I need from the consumer, from the consumer, from the resident. Um, We look at not only energy, but there'll be broadband and other utilities as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I look at the usage. I look at the um, standing day rate. You can look at the unit rate. Now, so much has happened in the last two years. I mean, the last six months when it comes to what those rates actually look like. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's no such thing as a fixed rate right now because the government have done that. Um, And then I sit with my customer and I, I look across the whole board what their consumption is like compared to the averages. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
give them guidance in a few tools that they could use to maybe cut that usage a bit. Um, but ultimately, you know, utility warehouse, they have the cheapest energy on the market right now, which is a big claim, but they do. And they're the only ones taking new customers as well. So, okay. Okay. yeah, for the state of the for the energy market, especially, um, I think it says a lot about the company and the way they've they've handled things in the last couple of years, especially. So so other other companies aren't aren't allowing new new customers then what just because no. of, because of the fear of the market rate yeah. at the moment it's hard to take on anyone new um i'm not saying um this is from what i've i've been told and you go onto some of the the comparison websites and just there's just not much there because not you can't do much with the prices mm. you know because mm. the government has set those those borders of what people can charge what, what yeah, yeah, can yeah. Charge. yeah. Um, and because utility warehouse are multi-service they're able to draw in savings from other little places and then you know we give up to five percent off the government price cap anyway uh, so it's kind of a no-brainer to look at it but that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a side note really mm-hmm. um i know that places like octopus um and um you know, bulb bulb's been in its own conversation um, with all that's been going on there. But you know, you've got a lot of small companies that, in that beginning of 2020, all the way through to 2021, I think we went from like 47 suppliers down to in the 20s. Loads right. of small companies were disappearing. Yeah, um, I mean, I was, was going to say we're we're lucky that we kind of we we're with we're with Octopus and we locked in. Um, yeah. this is not something that we normally do but my husband locked us in until next June so okay. so actually we've kind of got our rate until until next June but obviously there's things that we want to do as a family you know kind of in the meantime to make sure that we're we're kind of being more sustainable so on our, our long-term aim is you know I, I mentioned this to you before didn't I to get air source heat pumps and solar panels and an electric vehicle but it's not it's not something we can do overnight because we just don't have that money to kind of to play with at the moment. So so how would you say that somebody kind of um, not necessarily in our situation, because we're probably, you know, in, in a better situation than some. How do you try and be sustainable in a situation in a market that we're in at the moment? What can you do? What can we do in our houses at the moment to save energy? Have you got any thoughts on that? Well, yes, I definitely have some thoughts on that. And just to sort of tag off what you've just said there, I think, and what you're doing here on the podcast, it's the education piece. It really is. Um, And as you say, people are wanting to be more green. There is the Mm -hmm. desire there. The media is all over it. The government's all over it. Um, Whatever you think about Greta Thunberg, anybody is over it. You know, we're all trying to gather pieces of information And they say that, you know, funding the changes in your home to solar and EV and all of those things cost up to about 20 grand, if not more, inside of your house. So, yeah, I totally understand that it's it's just not it's not possible for people to just do that straight away. But there are things that people can be doing. Um, LED lights, if you haven't looked at all of your light bulbs in your house. And you've just got a few that are still working off the old system. Yes. They're sucking up energy. They're using a lot of energy. Um, 
I mean, I grew up in a house, and this was before we had a crisis of energy, where switch off the lights when you leave a room. You yeah, know? I did. I yeah, yeah. Thirty years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> Exactly. Um, and we were conscious about it then, but it's so interesting where we are now. Um, um, of course, there's energy efficiency, um, like appliances for the home, but just even putting them fully off instead of on standby can make a big difference. Um, I think it's about seeing the very little things. They look very little, but they add up. Yeah, um, yeah. That's that's the key to it all. Um we were talking a little bit before about the um it's it's a plastic double glazing basically that you can do at Mm. home um it's a weatherproofing kind of thing that you stick around the whole frame and then it's like this film that you put on there and then you hair dryer it on your window yeah on on, uh, like around the frame and then it becomes a, a taut extra layer on your windows which I just think is brilliant I mean I was using that in a drafty house 10 years ago um so that's really good um and then something that a lot of companies now offer of course are the smart meters um we've just got one oh have you oh yeah. my god every time we put the kettle on yeah we kind of go to see right how much is it costing us and my husband will be st- sat because we just happen to have it where we usually sat in the dining room yeah and we kind of go right what's turned on now so and we make sure we do turn things off like the telly at night because you know like tellies these days yeah. they seem to automatically just go on standby don't they yeah. rather than being able to turn them off so we've got a new telly because we had a lightning strike a few months ago on the close where we're living and it blew our telly it blew quite a few things in the close broadband and you name it just so much stuff but so yeah. we've got this new telly and now you can't turn it off so we, luckily we can get to the plug socket to turn it off at night but oh, when we watch honestly it's kind of one of those things that go how how are we spending 45p you know, yeah, know. we're trying to go around trying to turn things off and so yeah. it, it is things like that because a smart meter it might not be 100 accurate but it does make yeah. a difference doesn't it to actually be able to see what energy you're using when you put the kettle on or when you have the toaster on or even you know when you've got the dishwasher or the washing machine and things like that and it's just looking at those those costs on a daily basis isn't it it's totally the awareness thing the consumer habits that uh, that just need that small tweak and i think that's why smart meters really started to make people think more because exactly that mm. they were seeing that if they went for a shower oh my goodness it just cost them one pound 49 you know whatever it was yeah. and and that's more now if you the elect the energy prices have doubled since last christmas is it so, is it double oh my goodness i knew it had gone up a lot goodness so, me. you know from 2021 to 2022 we've it's been a drip feed of the increase yes but now we look at it as a whole that's a huge amount of money. That's a huge shift. Of I know, I know. It's crazy. It blows that's my why mind. I'm so, that's why I'm so glad we're locked in. But I mean, after we, you yeah. know, this, this is the whole reason why, you know, kind of looking at other sustainable sources or so, because, because as I've told you, I'm married to a professor of climate change at Reading Uni. So it's really important for us as a family, but not just me, not just, sorry, not just a family, but as for me personally, I'm a business improvement training consultant. So actually I want to make sure that we're making these improvements as a family and that we're being sustainable because it just, it's the right thing to do. But again, 
financially it's not it's not doable for everyone so it's 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 just it's little things isn't it you know like I know you're saying about the the stuff around the window he was uh, my husband was kind of so we've got a new front door last year and that's made a massive difference because that was horrendous the old door just used to shake in the frame when my my teenage son kind of (laughs) went out banging the door and the whole thing would go good 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 and it was just like oh my god you know but we've got a new we've got the new front door but we're going to get some hopefully get some new windows but again like I say if people can just do little things you know or uh, do you know if there's any are there any subsidies for insulation anymore because they used to be a little while ago didn't there I I don't fully know but I do believe there are still some on the government website Mm. for insulation for the double glazing thing I mean to be honest if they're encouraging everybody to try and achieve all the goals that they're trying to achieve they've got to be something hasn't there's got to be help um we live in a country where we have houses that are hundreds of years old it's not like america where they've built these cardboard houses that you know are reasonably better well (laughs) insulated than the average uk home i mean i'm at my my dad's house right now it's a huge huge house it's very old it's very you know it's not got double glazing (laughs) and they're difficult to heat aren't they as well because that's the other thing about about being in a house you know that's that old even our house our house is from the 1950s but you know it does let out you know if even with an air source heat pump from what I understand about those and I'm going to be talking to people about that as well over the over the course over the course of the podcast even air source heat pumps you but you need to be insulated in the first place but I I think the biggest thing is to keep the heat in is to try and find ways of insulating and making sure that you've got no drafts coming in but it's not always that easy but um, my husband's got like this little um, infrared thermometer thing so he's going to go around the house we've decided he's going to go around the house and actually when it's first in the morning it's really cold and work out where if you can see which you know where the where it's up where the drafts are coming in yeah okay there's they have those cameras don't they outside of homes that you can see where the heat is leaking as well yeah. uh which uh, uh, i think all of those industries and you're seeing it as well because a lot of these industries that have started as green companies or offer these green ins- you know initiatives they're they're hot topic and they're growing quickly and here they are and they're you know that's when you go in and help people figure out their systems but all of these companies are in a space of exponential growth because everybody is researching you know what are the top few things on Google? I'd be really interested to have a look. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we've got from, you know, we're near, oh my God, I can't believe we're in nearly in December. If people are watching this or listening to this now, we're recording this in November and it's actually, I can't believe, it feels like it should still be June, but you, yeah. you know, it's just, it's just kind of weird. We've got seven years, haven't we, to get to net zero, 2030. Yeah. And at the moment, while we're talking COP, COP 27 is on. So I'm really hoping that there's going to be some good things come out of that. But, you know, we've got seven years. So these all of these companies that are introducing, you know, clean energy initiatives and electric vehicle and electrification, it's yeah. it's going to grow massively. So. So, yeah, it is going to be a hot topic. It's going to keep being a hot topic for a num- for seven years to come. Yeah, and it's about it's about, you know. Understand I I my. My aim of this podcast is to try and get this information out to people, what they can do, even if it's something small, you know, that that, because actually in the long term, it's going to make a difference to them and their families or them and their businesses. 
And yeah. also back in the day, you know, when you put solar in, it, you know, they would say then you'll get your money back in 25 years. Yeah. Well, now it's 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 as low as four years, depending yeah. on your situation. That time frame has come has shortened so much. Um, and, you know, with all with all the big things going on with governments and all of that, that's fine. But we're the ones at home paying for our energy on a day to day basis. Yes, yeah. it's about education. I don't think it's about um, guilt tripping. I just think it's about the education piece and, um, you know, that horrible term that's going around. But, you know, some of the companies that do exist are, are greenwashing. They're saying they're doing something. But in reality, it's it's very small. Um, I mean, I think that's what I've liked about Utility Warehouses. Their new brand ambassador is Ben Fogel. So, yeah, you know, isn't he, it? He's just got a passion for that environmental, sustainable energy thing anyway. And as a company, for them to choose someone like that, I just think it sort of tells me a little bit how they work behind the scenes as well, you know, getting a decent chap involved with that sort of thing. Um, And, yeah, well, I mean, as as a company with Utility Warehouse, we can offer up to 100%, what, 100% renewable energy, depending on, you know, the bundles that you take and things like that. And there are companies doing it. I know that people like Octopus have, you know, certain deals for electric vehicles. And um, so do we. You know, it's, it really is just about education and, and seeing what's best for you and what's the best fit. Yeah. Um, no, education is really important when it comes to this, because like I say, there's such a lot of information out there and it's hard to break through the noise sometimes. And like I said, even being married to who I'm married to and doing what I do as you know as a job, it's still a bit like, oh, my God, I just need to. I want to be able to understand and educate not just myself, but my family, my business and, and other people. And if you know, if I can, if we can all learn from that, then, you know, we're, we're all starting to kind of start steps you know stepping forward it's what we call I don't know whether you can see behind my head I've got a little thing called Kaizen which is basically small changes it's it's all about it's a Japanese word for for small improvements so that's that's what it's that's what it's about that's what we should be trying to do yeah now let me 100% agree with you Liz So let me just check if I've, I'm sure I've got other questions to ask you. And, and we've yeah. just, we could, I could probably chat to you for absolutely ages. So, um, yeah. Okay. So actually, do you know what, what I'd like to ask you is, so if people do want to switch, so obviously we're, like I said to you, we're locked in until, until June next year, but if there are people that want to switch, how do they come to you to switch? What would they need to do? in order in order to kind of move how do they how can you know move to you and utility warehouse how do they contact you in the first place well i have a website currentutilities.co.uk um and i'm on instagram and all of those kinds of things um and it really is as simple as a quick phone call um send me your energy bill mainly because i need to look at your consumption figures estimated Mm -hmm. annual usage all of that sort of thing um, and then I gather details from other things you're spending out money on. So your broadband, your mobiles, your insurances, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then we just sort of look at the bigger picture um, and see what the savings could be. The more that you put under the utility warehouse umbrella. Um, when you take all the services, you're getting guaranteed 100 um, percent renewable energy um, and um they plant a tree for every customer that joins. Uh, they work with the Woodland Trust, um, but they're also sort of very passionate about 
um, like enhancing the biodiversity of areas and you know we live in a world where it's full cycle, full circle, right? <laughs> as your, as Funny your company is. You know? <laughs> Funny that, isn't it? <laughs> um, but it is. It's full circle. Everything impacts everything else. And as you say, it's those small things. Um, so, yeah, I'm just available on an email or a quick call and you send me your bills and then we have a quick chat and you could be switched over within 20 minutes. So, um, and, and also the companies are much quicker at switching providers now, like, two to five days it used to be you'd have to work wait a month but now it's it's much much shorter which is good oh brilliant so you basically are looking you look at the kind of the 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 lowest rate that they can that the that consumer can get then yeah and I also discuss their usage so um I walked into a house in the middle of summer that had all their lights on and I was (sighs) like okay and then they have underfloor heating and in summer well, they didn't have it all on, but they they didn't have a concept of what all those things might mean mm-hmm. and how it might impact their bill. And yes. I know that sounds a bit silly, but they just weren't thinking about it. Now, I do live in an area which is quite affluent. So I'm dealing yeah. with people that have swimming pools or hot tubs or lovely fucking the life and all you know, the energy that it takes to run these things. Yeah. So I do go in with my big pink bright jumper and my bolshy self and I say guys let's just have a look at this in a bigger picture kind of way and um try and change a few habits and um yeah and that do you know what you've just hit the nail on the head besides education it is about habit changing isn't it it's it's like us you know like I say turning off the electrics you know at night as much as we can and I mean yeah. we had we kind of had to do that once we got hit by lightning it sort of put us off a little bit you, know? you could have used that lightning energy put it into a battery and then sponsored your whole village's <laughs> you know energy for the next year it would have been great would have been <laughs> yeah. great honestly goodness me but but yeah I, it's this there's so I think there are lots of things that we can actually do but listen I I wanted to just say thank you ever so much for your time so I'll put all the contact details on on well so this is going to be on YouTube and it'll also be uh audio podcast so I will provide all your details if there's anything else you want to share then just let me know and I'll do that once it's live so thank you Sally again that would be lovely we'll chat again and see where we're at maybe singing. exactly <laughs> and we've also got a singing in common but you do it more professionally don't you so oh you that's another story <laughs> <laughs> thank you then cheers bye thanks for listening to electric evolution with liz allen if you want to find out more about full circle continuous improvement please visit us at www.fullcircleci.co.uk don't forget to keep listening for more episodes coming up really soon